This is the Slow Bill Podcast. Welcome. Enjoy. Hopefully you're stimulated. Yeah, you feel the vibe. <laughs> Let's dive in today into the teachings that I have in my heart to share with you on how to renew your spiritual strength. Uh, the story that I'm going to share with you is the story of David, where the Bible says that David strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. And before this situation where David lost everything, just about a few weeks ago, I felt the Lord put on my heart that verse that David received as an instruction from the Lord. When David says, should I go and attack? Will I recover? And the Lord said, he says, I want you to pursue. I want you to attack and I want you to recover because you will recover all. And I've sensed a word in my spirit for this season that God is positioning you to recover all that you lost, all that the enemy has stolen. God is positioning you to go and pursue, to go and give your best shot in the next three months in the next year, depending on when you're rewatching this, in this season of your life, to rise up, to pursue, and to take back what the enemy has stolen. Come on, somebody, drop number one in the chat. If this is you, if the enemy has stolen something and you are ready to get it back. But before David went into taking back what the enemy has stolen, I want us to just kind of pull the curtain and look at what happened to David because I sense in my heart that that is what is happening with quite some people. Now you must understand this victory that David faced with Amalekites. Uh, these Amalekites have been a plague for Israel for a long time. They attacked Israel when they came out of Egypt and so now they're attacking David right before he's about to go to the next season in his life because David was about to actually become a king of one tribe because shortly after that Saul is defeated and David is crowned to be a king of Israel but of course only one tribe and then he becomes a king of more tribes and so and before the end bef mm, your greatest attack will come when you are the closest to your calling a lot of times when you're the closest to your calling, the enemy will throw his best shot at you to try to deplete you, discourage you and throw you into despair so he can keep you defeated. So you never rise up to meet the next season that God has in store for you. And this attack a lot of times comes because we are spiritually depleted. Now, attacks come from three sources. They come from demands of uh, uh, the stress, the, the kind of like, I'm spiritually tired, I am, I am worn out, I am empty. They come from three sources. So, so not just attacks, but just kind of being depleted come from demands of service. The second one is demise of sin. And the third one is device of Satan. Demands of service is when you are worn out from serving. The Bible says that the woman touched Jesus and power left him. Now Jesus didn't decrease in power, but we can feel like because we minister so much, we can feel like we are depleted because we're serving so much, we're serving so much. The second thing that spiritually depletes us is demise of sin. Samson lost his strength 
not because he was serving, but because he was sinning. And there are some people watching right now and listening right now, you are depleted spiritually is because you keep allowing a pet sin to run rampant instead of exterminating and removing it out of your life. And the Lord pours His grace into you, but because you keep having these holes that you're not closing, these sins that you have justified and found enough scriptural references about your Christian liberties to do those things, but they are causing your spiritual hemorrhaging. They are causing you to bleed out. They're causing you to lose your spiritual vitality and spiritual strength. They're causing you to lose your joy in the Lord, a spring in your step, a spiritual courage. And so my goal today is instead of just getting more of God's strength, you should close the gaps. And I'm not saying to go into your backyard and start to look for every single sin. What I'm saying is pay attention to the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit highlighted something, if He highlighted entertainment, if He highlighted, you know, toxic people that you spend time with, if He highlighted how you spent your free time, if He highlighted the things that you read, watch, and the things that you do that are godless in nature, that are not bringing fruit and they're actually wasting your time. I call them the spiritual suckers. They take the sap of spiritual life, but they bear no fruit. Then those things, they need to be trimmed and cut off and you will get your spiritual strength back. And there's the third one, and that is the device of Satan. And that is when Satan strategically, specifically attacks you. So demands of service, it's when I feel depleted because I've been serving so much and I need to go to the feet of Jesus. There's a demise of sin. And this one is like Samson, I have been laying on the lap of Delilah and I need to actually leave the spiritual barber of spiritual compromise. But the third one is there's a device of Satan. It's where Satan has his device. He has his secret scheme to attack you. And usually these attacks, they come right before you are the closest to the next breakthrough and season in your life. Because right after you overcome that attack, right after you bounce back, if I can say, right after you find your spiritual strength, and we're going to talk about how to do that, you begin to step into a spiritual victory. You'll begin to step not only into spiritual victory, you actually begin to step into a new spiritual season. Because when David recovered everything he lost from, from Amalekites, we see that David afterwards actually stepped into a new season in his career, in his calling. And that season was, he started to finally operate as a king. He was always anointed as a king, but he was not appointed as a king. And between anointing and appointing was this gap. There was this attack. It was the worst attack that happened in his life. Now, Saul caused him a lot of pain and suffering. But what Amalekites caused him was so bad. It was so devastating that some people were actually speaking of killing David and David was broken and David was shattered, but David found his way out of that difficult season, that spiritual depletion, that spiritual defeat. And he found his strength. He actually rose up. He went into an attack mode. He went into the spiritual victory. And guess what happened? He stepped into a new season. Some of you, you are one victory away from seeing a shift in the spiritual season in your ministry, 
in your family, in your career, and in your finances. And maybe the enemy is attacking you right now, left and right, from the bottom and the top, everywhere you feel a tense attack. And you may be saying, what am I doing wrong? And if you don't see that you're spiritually depleted because of serving or you're spiritually depleted because of sinning, then you're most likely being attacked right now because of demonic device. The enemy wants to spiritually deplete your strength. Now, I do have to be honest with you. David did not become spiritually depleted on the empty ground. The Bible says this, and I'm going to read some verses for you. In 1 Samuel chapter 27, verse 1, it says the following, But David thought to himself, One of these days I will be destroyed by the hand of Saul. The best thing I can do now is to escape to the land of the Philistines. Then Saul will give up searching for me anywhere in Israel, and I will slip out of his hand. So prior to the attack of Amalekites on David's family, David's wives and children, David gets tired of fighting. David is tired from trusting God for continual protection. David is exhausted from trusting God for daily bread. For David, it was for daily protection from Saul. Now God never failed David, not once. Every time Saul was close, God was even closer. But you know, living in this kind of a life where you're constantly on the run, where you're constantly being attacked, you're winning, but it seems like you're not catching a break. You get tired from that. Even David did. And so what David did is what many people do today. And there's some of you watching right now, and that's what you're doing right now, is you are tired and you're exhausted from walking in the Christian life because you feel like I can find comfort somewhere else. I'm not going to stop being a Christian. I'm just going to stop putting this much effort, this much giving, this much serving, this much sacrificing, this much trusting, this much reading of the Bible, this much consuming of the messages. I'm going to stop doing this kind of a life and I'm going to find protection among the Philistines. That's what David did. He found protection among the Philistines. And this protection was false comfort. This protection was a protection in the wrong place. And guess what happened? A despair drove a man of God to do what the devil could not do against him. Discouragement drove a man of God, David, to do what Saul could never make him do. David goes to Philistines first time as a madman, but this time David goes to Philistines as a double agent. He pretends allegiance to them. He pretends like he's one of them. He pretends that he's now on their side. Why is he doing that? Because he's tired from Saul chasing him. He's tired of trusting God to protect 
provide every single day. And he settles down. He becomes complacent. And everything actually works out perfect. Amazing part, Saul stops chasing him. David achieves his goal. Life with a little bit more peace. Life with a little bit more calm. Life with a little bit more comfort. And instead of being a man who attacked for honor, he becomes an armor, arm bear, uh, armor bearer. He pretty much fights for profit. He begins to lie for favor. And you see, in this season in David's life, there's no Psalms. There's no songs. There is no revelations. There is no prayers. It is the easiest point in his life naturally. And it is the lowest point in his life spiritually. Mm. Is anybody receiving something? If this is helping somebody, drop number one in the chat. You can be in the easiest point in your life naturally. Financially, you're being taken care of. Your children are not, are not sick, they're healthy. You and your wife are doing good. You're taking your vacations, you're paying your mortgage, you're, you're taking care of your stuff. You can be in the easiest point in your life naturally. Let me say that again. You can be in the easiest point, in the best point in your life naturally and at the same time be in the lowest point in your life spiritually. David was no longer attacked by Saul. David was no longer under the threat. David didn't have to trust God every day for protection, provision. Yet God's presence seemed to be gone. There was no Psalms written when he lived among the Philistines. He was a double agent and he stopped seeing the supernatural and his spiritual life was no longer stretched as it used to be. Your faith is like a rubber band. It needs to be stretched for it to be effective. Don't settle for easy life. Settle for a good life. And that life is first and foremost, spiritual life. I'll rather live in tension. I'll rather live in a healthy dose of stress. I'd rather live in a sense of war, in a sense of tiredness, because every day I have to trust in God's grace. Then to go to the Philistines and become a double agent, become a hypocrite, become one way in church, another way on Saturday night, become one way on Instagram and then another way in my DMs, become one way with my small group and then become another way with my wife or become another way with my homies or become another way with my friends and you become a double agent. And, and at first it seems like the warfare stopped chasing you. This, this attack, this thing is like you're finally relaxing. But the problem is relaxing and resting is not the same. You can relax by playing soothing music, but you don't find rest in soothing music. You can relax by doing yoga. You don't find rest in that. You can relax by doing all these stretches and all of that stuff that the world offers, new age offers, but none of that stuff gives you rest. You can relax by scrolling through Instagram aimlessly. You can relax by, by, by benching on all kinds of TV shows, but that's not a rest. Because after that, you feel unmotivated. After that, your spiritual sensitivities are dull. After that, you're no longer on fire. After that, there's no song of the Lord. 
There's no revelation. There's no demons being cast out. There's no healings taking place. There's no evangelism. There's no discipleship. There's no generosity. There's no appetite for the th things of the Spirit. There's only a deeper and stronger appetite for the demonic things. And so why is that happening? It's because you are tired from trusting God daily. And I want to speak to somebody right now that there will be seasons in your life where life will be so challenging and difficult, Christian life, that trusting in God will have to happen every single day. And it will get a little bit wearisome at times. Don't settle for the easy life. Do not trade that. The presence of Jesus in the valley is better than the absence of Jesus on the mountaintop. The presence of Jesus in sickness is better than the absence of His presence in health. The presence of the Holy Spirit in poverty is better than the absence of the Holy Spirit in prosperity. The presence of the Holy Spirit in being rejected, ostracized, persecuted, misunderstood, falsely accused, ridiculed, and blasphemed is better than being honored, famous, welcomed, liked, but you're no longer spiritually connected to the Lord. And David, a great man of God, a prophet, a man who Jesus sat at his throne, had a moment in his life where he just got tired of waiting. When will I become that king that God promised? When will those promises come true? When will my children finally serve the Lord? When will God finally send me the person that I've been really believing for, for me to do ministry together with them? And after a while, patience runs out and we become weary in doing good, waiting for that harvest, waiting for that breakthrough, waiting for that turnaround. Our hands go down, our face goes down, and we begin to become comforted in the Philistines camp, double agents, meaning spiritually we're with the Lord, but we also have just enough of the world to enjoy the world just a little bit. But we also have just enough of Jesus to enjoy Jesus just a little bit and trying to keep the balance of both worlds. Of course, being afraid to commit to one, to the Lord fully because it seems like the further I go in the Lord, the more attacks I get. The more I serve God, the more challenging things life things in life get. So I'm just going to tone it down a little bit. I'm going to bring my passion lower a little bit. I'm going to not as fast as much. I'm not going to believe as much. I'm not going to dream as much. I'm not going to fight as much. I'm not going to provoke the enemy as much. I'm going to come down and I'm going to settle and hopefully Saul will stop chasing me. And yes, he will stop chasing you. But the Spirit of God will also lift his manifest presence and you will not be aware of his presence. I'm not saying he will leave you. I'm saying your awareness of him will dissipate and you will be alone in your comfort. And then the comfort becomes a compromise, a compromise 
becomes a chain and the chain becomes a cycle. And that's what happened to David. He comes back from this false comfort he found for a year or, or more. Disappointed a little bit, they didn't take him to war. Comes back home only to find his home completely devastated, broken, burned to the ground, wives taken, his children taken. And the Bible says he was in a huge despair, huge discouragement, broken. Because now his natural life caught up to his spiritual life. His spiritual life was at the lowest. Yeah, this was the Slow Bill Podcast. Wow, what a wonderful message. Please stay tuned for part two coming up shortly. Thanks and be blessed.